0: How y'all doing out there? How y'all doing? Welcome to the Anchor.com, AnchorFM.com, home of the podcast where you can be heard all around the world from your bedroom, bathroom, living room, any room your heart desires. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Tonight, I am going to do a take on a band that I, one of my favorite bands, um, very versatile band from California and a band that definitely had a feel good vibe. One of those bands that doesn't always get their due, but they they' they're consistently very good they, their instrumentation and I'm talking about confunction confunction is interesting they're from California and they could be almost considered like a one cooler version of earth when fire depends on who you ask but if you follow their career, you know that they caught on with the south audience they caught on with the southern audience so like if you think cameo Barquet's confunction had the love. That's the kind of irony thing about them, you know. Feel good music, but yet yeah, it caught on down south. And the big cut, when the biggest hits, the hits that really took off was "Fun Fun," which some people got it mixed up because of the flute part with the with Brick and Dad. But "Fun Fun" was a catchy song. They definitely had a uh, a groove about them that you know you knew you you could tell. confunction. They definitely had a certain rhythm, and "Fun Fun" was a was a cut that definitely was a bumper, you know, that was a real catchy song. And um it had a catchy groove to it. Another song that they came out with a few a couple years after that that had what I called I like the scream and the vibe of it was Chase Me. I like that like that kind of naked vocal that's out there, but then that groove is tight in the background. And then you had that rhythm and that whole cadence kicked in. So I mean uh Michael Cooper the lead singer, he definitely was studying Sugarfoot from Ohio players and Lionel Richie from the Commodores and Maurice White from when the fire and Sly stone had that aisle going, but it was cool. You know, they definitely definitely had a groove about them. And the thing about confunction, they had a real clarity about they sound. You know, it reminded you of different things, but yet it was real clear. It was real clear. They were, you know, they had a um, always dug the vibe about what they were able to do. So that was real tight. Shaking Dance was a real catchy cut. One of them cuts that you could definitely bop to, and um, it was real clear, real clean. You know, one of them songs that you could definitely get into the groove with. Uh, like the way the tone of it, like the, you know, like the way they did the background parts, or like the harmonies. Their their um, background vocals are pretty underrated, but they had some tight cuts. I mean, they definitely had cuts that you could definitely groove to, and that was one of them. Now probably the cut, there's another cut I'm going to talk about, Too Tight, I like um, both versions and the harmony again, the harmony, the groove and again, they had a certain element going on in music which you know, it's, it's just, you could just feel where you're coming from, you know, and I was like I like the production, I like the arrangements, I like the harmonies they definitely had, it, you know, definitely had it going on with how they presented their music. Um, it was funky, but it had it had a laid back feel to it. You know, it's kind of thing like I said before, because if you think about it, if Confunction had been came up during hip hop, they had the real West Coast sound, but then yet it, but how it manifested to the south is amazing, because it was real laid back feel and tone, but. I don't know the vocals or the way the where the rhythm would go, but it just you know it's amazing how it caught on in different sex sex sectors, so but too tight was a, a tight cut. Uh, one of their forays which was close to electric funk and also the hip hop at the time was Electric Lady. And it's a fun romp kind of groove and it was catchy and it was one of them songs that um, it just was like, I said, one last of their grooves, but it was still tight, you know. I always liked the way it felt, and it was one of those head boppers, and you didn't, you know, because, like, when you think, when you listen to Confunction, you assume a certain type of way they're going to go about their music, but Electric Lady was definitely a nice change of pace, the way it grooved and the way it bopped, because when the music went more into electric funk side, more keyboard-driven, and with, like, the voice, like, more of a hip-hop street vibe, that was, like, the... At the time, the closest they had went to there. And it definitely was a bopper. Right? It's, still, it's still bops to this day. So I definitely like Electric Lady. It's one of them songs that yeah, you can dance to. Now, to me, their biggest jam, besides for fun, has to be Got to Be Enough. I love that song. I love the way that song grooves. I love the middle parts, the harmony. Uh, I love the cadence of that song. That, and I love the vocal harmony. I mean, that's like one of them songs, the horns, the it just got it, you know. And they definitely knew how to well-produce a range a cut and just hit you right where it's supposed to hit you. So, you know, Confunction came with the goods on that jam. That, that was a cut. I mean, you, you won't talk about a cut that hits and delivers. That cut delivers. That's like one of them songs that I'm like, yeah, I never get tired of that. 40 years ago, it still bumps to this day, still bumps. Um then we get to the more of the slow cuts. I like straight from the heart, I like the, the tone of that. You know, that's like one of them cuts that when cool the Game was going through the incredible 80s run, that's like one of the cuts that they didn't do that can function and they end up working with some one of the same producers a few years later, but for baby I'm hooked. But this was like in the tone, it was still sold for had a nice feeling to it, definitely like that, definitely like that and another cut I love was By Your Side I love the, the cadence, the groove of that the tone of that, that's one of them slow jams that you can just kind of like lay back in a hamlet, you go to the park somewhere with your mask going now and just chill and just let that song just glow through you, it, it is, I just love the tone, the arrangement love the feeling of that song, that was one of my cuts that I definitely uh, was feeling California one another one of them laid back and I love the way the guitar kicks in that song the drums see they and it's usually like the slow cuts that really was more distinctive the up-tempo cuts you could kind of say you could hear this influence in there but they slow jams had a very distinctive cadence that they did and it just seemed like they were laid a certain way and they had they took on um if you listen to the background vocals almost like an Ireland twist with the harmony part kicks in so I, you know, when I, that CFS thing going, I could definitely say, yeah, that, they definitely had a way of, um, you know, of doing those kind of cuts, and it, it was one of those cuts, it just bumps, you know, it's like, I like the tone and the feel, and the, the, and the way the vocals come up, and just really good harmony there, just, just like really on point, so, uh that was one of my, that's been one of my, one of my favorite cuts by them, and one of them cuts that, you know, I can sit back there and just say, hey, this is chill music. This year be grooving for real. So I definitely like that one a whole lot. My last cut that I like by them is probably their signature song. And I'm going to tell you a story about this song. It's Love's Train. And the trip out thing it's an album cut, but it was back in the day. Old school you know what I'm talking about. You had album cuts, you know radio, and black radio would play them and they were as big as the hits off the album but this song was on that creep tip it was like that uh creeping cut but it was so smooth and the vocals on it and the, the, the it's so deceptive and and just the way it goes in and love the background and and the and the way they sing it it is so it's so comical because it's like how you keep a straight face when you are singing this kind of song, but it's one of the baddest, creepiest songs that came out, you know. One of them songs, but yet it just took a life of its own, you know. And it's like it became a big-time staple. And again, black radio back in the day, and I'm glad I grew up listening to it when before all the corporate took over and the Clear Channel and all this other crap that takes it over, you know, they just played a hit song to death. You hear album tracks and the song kicks off like this. This song was as big as anything they came up with. Love's Train is like a necessity at their concerts. And they put on tight shows. They are, can function be bringing it on stage. But Love's Train was definitely one of them cuts. So I had to take the time to give it some love. And it's, you know, the subject matter. But again, metaphor, subject title. People used to write more. Not like they do now. But it was, you know. It was definitely a cut. But anyway, give me your thoughts and your takes about Confunction. What's your favorite song, video albums, tools? Welcome comments, thoughts, and feedback on it. Wash your hands. Keep your mind clear. Watch out for another. Be safe out there. Keep listening to good music. And as I always say, just because a song on an album is old, don't mean you can't find something new. Confunction got a lot of cuts on the low. And some things that you hear that you go, oh, I didn't know. And then when you hear the rhythm and the play, and Then you can appreciate it. So, till next time, keep it funky and keep living. The best to you. Peace.